everybody. Welcome back to the Comic Book Curious Podcast. Today we are here with River, and we're going to talk about uh, their art and uh, things that they do. So, uh, River, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing really good. I'm pretty excited. I think this is the first time that I get to talk about my comic book like to a broader audience outside of just my little community. So it's really exciting. I appreciate y'all for reaching out. Awesome. Super cool. Klaus, do you want to get started? Thank you for reaching back. Um, so first questions first. Um, tell us a little bit about your work, um, your comic. Uh, yeah. What's it about? So I am actually a fine artist. Like I, I graduate with a fine arts degree in conceptual art and like traditional painting. But this, mm-hmm. I like to just work really interdisciplinarily. So I, I do everything. Um, and this webcomic is kind of like an extension to that. Um, and it's called Sao and the Glow of Memories. The story is about um, Sao, who's a kid who comes from um, a self-isolating clan up in, in the mountain. Um, this clan is unique because they have the power called the glow, where they can transfer each other's memory through touch. So when they touch each other, they're able to see through each other's memories. And through generations and generations of doing this, they basically created something I call the fabric of memory, um, where they're able to see into the past and into the memories of their ancestors. And through that, they're able to you know, build their own community. They're able to find guidance. And they actually have like physical powers that manifest from it. Uh, but unfortunately, they were... Um, the, the clan was abducted and now Sao has to venture into a strange lands uh, to try and find them. And um, yeah, along the way, he's going to meet some really amazing, cute, brave uh, allies um, and also very intimidating, intimidating enemies um, in order to, that, that he has to overcome to find his people. Um, and thematically, I guess it's about <clears throat> the power of memory and you know at an individual level there's theme of grief and trauma and remembering but also within like larger systems like how memories and history can be used to establish community but also at the same time maybe in a negative way uh, create hierarchy that leads to things like oppression and um yeah just all of that weaved in. Um, there's also a theme of like revolution and friendship and love and found family as well. That's super cool. It's awesome. Uh-huh. Um, and so how'd you get your inspiration uh, for this idea? Um, the idea of um, memory comes from, I think just at first and foremost from my personal experience, because I, I came from Vietnam. I'm a Vietnamese immigrant and I came here when I was 12. And I think there was just a lot to negotiate when you move from one place, from one country to another, like trying to figure out things that you lose, <clears throat> like relationships and connections to your family and, and your homeland, and then having to establish new memories and new connections here. And then negotiating things like, you know, like na- national identity and, and nationhood. Like what does it mean for me as a Vietnamese who doesn't live in the national border of Vietnam? Um, and all of that, it ties back to that idea of like, okay, what does history means for individual versus like a kingdom or 
um, yeah, just a smaller community. Um, and, you know, how do we establish that type of relationship? Um, and then I also grew up in San Francisco. Um, I went to San Francisco State, and both of those places have a history of, um, like, activism, um, LGBTQ+, and uh, racial activism. And I think just going there and growing up around these activists really inspired me to want to write a story that is uh, celebratory of, of their work. So there's a lot of um, themes in the story or uh, storylines that deal with you know people working together and, and building communities in order to survive. Next question is, do you have any merch associated with your work? Are you planning to... Um... Yeah, I don't have work directly associated with the comic, but I do have prints and illustrations just like by themselves that I do sell. And I have a link for that. But I do hope, I think my (laughs) number one goal right now is to have enough pages and in order to make books out of them and maybe bring them to conventions and share with people. Um, So that's like the first thing that I will, will have is new merch or the first goal that I have. All right. And are there any um, comics or books that you're currently reading or shows you're currently watching that you enjoy? Um, hmm, nothing. Well, I, I read a lot of stuff on tapas and like Webtoon from just small creators from within the community, just people that I actually talk to because um, I, I find it important to just support them. I think my favorite one right now is on tapas. It's called Fields. Um, it's by um, Lawrence... Lawrence Scales, and it's kind of like a future sci-fi dystopian Robin Hood story about, um, yeah, like a, a person um, going against the authority to to help the community, um, and they there's a lot of queer and trans themes within it too, and yeah, and it's it's very slow because you know they're indie creators, but I'm always excited to to read the next episode. And then something I've been reading is Vainglorious. Um, it's also a webtoon or webcomic series. Um, it's about a dragon that uh, was cursed to become human um, after trying to like take over the throne. Um, and something about that comic is that's really amazing is that um, the dialogue is really, really great. Like I'm trying to learn a lot from how quick like the dialogues are. Um, but yeah, but outside of that, like, I watch Marvel and mainstream movies now and then, but it's not something that I really go in depth into. Um, so who is your favorite character to write for? Um, for my bo- uh, comic, there's a character uh, called Ira, yeah. and all of my characters are kind of like personification of different aspects of me and also like people around me. And he's kind of my... <laughs> my ADHD tendencies blown up into a character. Um, yeah, like he's very headstrong and, and he kind of just do things on a whim. Uh, and he means well and he's very brave, but at the same time, those things, you know, doing things without thinking or just jumping into things gets him into trouble. Um, he's also very active, which I'm not always active, but being able to write those type of characters and, draw funny faces it's really fun um and then the other character is sal which is the main character he's fun to write for because he's 
he's like he's not straight but he's he's the straight man in the story and you know he doesn't really it's it's difficult to write for him because to make him interesting and i always try to find situations that put him into uh, or awkward and fun situation to put him into um so those are fun to think of that all right so now we're gonna move into the first of our icebreaker questions um so here's the first one um if you could go back in time uh what would you bring with you to really like melt the brain of a victorian child like really confuse like something from the future that was really confused yeah you know i watched your other podcast episode and (laughs) and this is like the strangest questions that i've ever heard asked but it also made me think a lot (laughs) um and i think a truck like just the optimus prime truck from the transformer michael bay movies just because yeah just like the the spectacle of that i think would would just wow the uh, the charles dickin audience at the time um yeah exactly. yeah it just just like this crazy thing rolling down the road and running over orphans oh yeah i think it had the same effect on us now too Off, you know like a transformer yeah yeah, that's yeah. Cool. all right uh second icebreaker is what would you uh bring back in time or what would you do that would um for sure get you <laughs> accused of being a witch ah uh, let's see that's a hard one i don't know i guess maybe just a lighter i always have one on me and i think just being able to summon lighter from my hand would be the quickest way for me to to get burned maybe by the same lighter and now it's time for the jason question that jason comes up with right on the spot i think i'm gonna <laughs> use my old reliable question again um and ask um you have a fair character you talked about you enjoy writing for are there characters that you Dislike writing for or you decide that you know, things are like, kind of like difficult. Mm. Or you're like, oh, I write for that. Like, I write for that character now. Are there characters like that for you? Um, hmm. yeah, I think just when your stories have a lot of characters, it starts to become difficult to make them all unique. Um, and I haven't gotten that far yet, but I'm sure at some point I will have to figure out just new ways to make every new character interesting, <clears throat> or cut down the cast. I think also. The thing that I think the most about is probably writing, because my character has a lot of, I mean, my story has a lot of diverse characters, like black and browns and queer characters. And I'm not uh, a part of all of those communities. I'm queer and I'm Asian, but, you know, I think Mm -hmm. learning enough and always being constantly being aware of not falling into negative stereotypes or even positive stereotypes that, that are too common or too tropey that that can be damaging for certain uh, communities. Uh, so just always being aware of that. And unfortunately, I can't afford mm-hmm. like a, um, a, re- a sensitivity readers. Um, but yeah, like always constantly reading and, and learning enough to do that. Um, especially because my story takes place in uh, like, I use a lot of inspiration from Asian, Southeast Asian myths uh, because that's where I'm from and culture as well. Um, I think I'm kind of conflicted about having black and brown character in the story without also inserting 
inserting part of their culture and heritage into that story as well. Because, you know, there's so many stories where it's written like it's like a, for example, an European story and there's just a black character in it, but there's nothing that refers to their culture or history. Um, yeah, but the, the hard part is doing the work and doing enough research to write a compelling characters with and, and, and not falling into those tropes, right? Learning. I, I, I will probably fail <laughs> a lot, but I mean, it's it's part of learning and, and working, right? It's all everything learning experience, but it's really cool that you um, have that open of a mind to um, and you're able to see it in like other places and go that's not right. They don't have like their culture and they're, they're just there versus like incorporating their culture to make them more interesting as characters and everything like that, which is really amazing. Um, yeah. And that's, that's that. That's the end of the, that's all the questions. Um, anything you want to say? Where do you get your theme song? So our theme song is it it's is a um, Studioopolis Act One? It's like from a Sonic game. I just kind of stumbled across it. Like this is kind of cool. Yeah, Sonic Mania Studioopolis Act One is what it is. I, I just kind of stumbled across it. Like this is a pretty cool. I like the way this moves. Yeah, I'm gonna bookmark so, that. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, it's from, yeah, it's from Sonic Mania. It works really well. It, it, it made cool. me really excited to, oh, it does. to listen. Yay! If you haven't already, make sure you follow River on Instagram. And check out their work, uh, Sal and the Glow of Memories, on Webtoons. Um, make sure you show that some love. Um, and all of uh, River's information will be in the summary down below. Um, and make sure you check all, all their stuff out. Um, and if you haven't already, make sure that you follow and uh, like and subscribe, whatever, to the Comic Book Curious podcast. Um, check us out on Twitter and on Instagram. And stay tuned um, for later today when um, the hair, the results of my hair dye come out. Um, yeah, I'm not going to be bald. Anyway, thank you so much, River, for coming on. We really appreciate yeah, you coming on and talking yeah. to us. We really enjoyed it. Um, I hope you had a good time as well. All right. All has been said. Yay. Bye. Bye. If you haven't already... Head on over to Couple Friends with No Class, which is another podcast that Jason and I host um, with all of your other friends. Go head on to CFNC if you want to go check out more content after Clissai Summer Internship is complete. Episodes coming out throughout the school year. Stick around for 10 episodes or more, probably. Definitely more than 10 episodes now that all the things we're planning. 10 episodes of the main series, potentially some Dungeons and Dragons. We'll see about that. Ella Asks the World might come back. Bandcamp stuff. A whole bunch of fun things in store there after Clissa's internship here at Combat Curious is done. Head on over to CFNC. As always, link to that podcast is in the description. But anyway, if you haven't already, go over and check it out.